You have tuned in to the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. It's the 6th of March, 2022. Arsenal have won. And here we go. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny and this is Mike and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub and we drink a lot. At least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's. And that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Ask him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. It's so close, I could almost taste the <laughs> And now, the moment you've been waiting for. It's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the GFP. <laughs> Look how professional we're getting. My lord, what the fuck was that only, only a combined what like like 12 to 13 years of podcasting experience between the two of us and uh about five that's 15 at least you know look i i uh if i mean if anyone needs a professional editing job like you know if you have a big presentation with a fortune 500 company if you uh you know if you really need to dazzle your boss i'm your guy because because i you know, I know, that, how, I know how to weave together a nice, beautiful story. The, the original budget that put Man on the Moon had nothing on the amount of money you spent on getting that done, did you? Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I, you know that that I have to sell the new house that we bought already because of what I I, I mortgaged uh, all of the technology in the world to put that video together. But it's Sunday. It's Sunday evening. I've had a beautiful Sunday roast, kind of virtually speaking, and. Uh, what do you think about the Arsenal today? Well, it's... Miss Watford, uh, but it doesn't matter. It's annoying me because you had all these fucking little scrotes that have made a living for the last decade. Arsenal is shit. Fuck Arsenal. Fuck all the players. You're all shit. Get them out. Burn it down. And, and these, are, these are the Arsenal pounds, Millions of pounds. Thousands of listeners. Loads of donations. Made a career. Now they're good again. Come on, Arsenal. Oh, these are my boys. These are the Arsenal. We love the Arsenal. Thinking you fucks. Uh-huh. And the same fucks who watched them, who watched them try and burn the stadium down, and now watching them going, hey, come on, we're the best. We're the best. I, I haven't seen Fickle. what the true, the, the people who trade on the, the negativity and the conflict. I'm not well, talking luckily, about... we're not friends of any of the ones that do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about people who are critical, but but well-rounded and recognized and want to be proven wrong. I'm not talking about Sophie's and Dan Potts of the world. I'm talking about, you know, no, no, that's passion. Yes. That's and passion and genuine debate that they can do. Yes. So they don't, and and, and perhaps the they don't count. Perhaps there's a bit of, a bit of devil's advocate there that, that, you know, might enhance what they're feeling. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not genuine, but then there's the, are you the, saying the, that Sophie might try and winkle a little bit in just to annoy Kev to get to make him bite a bit? 
I'm not saying that, but I'm not not saying that either. But but yeah, the uh, you know the people who specifically as a marketing strategy try mm-hmm. to foment. I, I, I'm using that word foment uh, the one. the misery and and disgusting uh, conflict between people. Yeah, I I, I don't want to know how they're dealing with wins like that. I mean, I'm sure it's you know oh the defense seaside uh, Mustafi blah blah blah. But uh, dude, I'm. <laughs> I'm just ecstatic right now. This team, I hate the turn the corner thing uh, because every time we think we turn the corner, so we go and lay a turd, you know, which we'll probably do against Leicester next weekend or something like that. But, I mean, there's something different about this team to me. Are you, Arnie, are you saying you become a granddad today? I got the title grandpa today. Wow. wow. If you did, congratulations. Sir, Either that or he started... Either that or he started dating like a 19-year-old, and that's what she calls him as a pet name. <laughs> That's oh, my grandpa. offspring here. It's oh, grandpa, time, that feels good. It's the first time I've seen the offspring since uh, beginning of January, and I've not missed her. Is that terrible? Oh, he did. Oh, congratulations, Arnie, and your son or daughter who have given you a grandchild. Well done, everybody. That Another baby given, we hope. Iceland continues to grow in, in population, and, uh, and I couldn't be happier. Wonderful so. news. Well, we dedicate this sh- this show to you, Arnie, and your new grandchild. Um, Arnie is Ar- the, the interesting thing about Arnie. The name Arnie is it sounds like like an old Jewish guy. Um, yet he's Icelandic. I'm gonna guess he probably has uh, you know blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, you know, he's probably good Arnie. looking and muscly. Yeah, and my friend Sebi, who does the videos and uh, and and the. Yes. Um, the the memes that the 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 photoshops that we uh, that we use for part of that although not as many of those pictures from the intro were photoshopped as we would like for them to have been no <laughs> some, some of them were actually were. real but but he has a son and a father I, I i told the story once um about how we were watching a game together in new york he lives in uh, in new york we were watching a game at o'hanlon's in new york and it was against everton it was when we started that slide at the end of the emery uh, season when we slipped into fifth place and it started in, in a week midweek game against Everton and they had Bernard at the time uh, or Barnard or whatever and I you know I made some stupid joke about how guys named Bernard are supposed to be like old Jewish guys with with hair coming out of their ears not uh, you yeah, know not, I have. not professional footballers I'm like what kind of what kind of fucking parent names their kid Bernard you know and and he looks at me he's like my son is named Bernard and we named him after my father. And it's like, he's like a French, he has French uh, ancestors. So it's like Bernard, but I literally, the fact that he didn't hate me after that day is hilarious. But, uh, but Bernard, Arnie, Arnold, do people call you Arnold for long? Like they call you Dan for short, but Dan, they don't, long, they right? don't call me Dan or Daniel. I reply to no name. A couple of people call me Daniel, but I don't like it. Bernard's name is Bernard Anisio. Calderia Duarte, and he's now playing for S-H-A-R-J-A-H, which is in the uh, the UAE League. Ooh. So that's he's, he's, he's on his ass. Um, Arnie doesn't have blonde hair, which is nice. I don't right. have blonde hair. I, mean, I don't care if you have. I've, Do I've you have hair? Family. Maybe he doesn't have any hair. Like I have, I have, I have, I have brown hair, but you wouldn't. I mean, I don't have anything right now. <laughs> uh. Arsenal never won a trophy from 53 to 69. So those who moan about 10 years without that need to have a think again. 
Yeah, I'm lucky. I really started getting it. The word moan and 69 in the same comment is probably not a not a good. It's no. a good way to get it on the show, though. I got mine. Um, started get really getting into it in about 83, 84, something like that. So luckily, I didn't have to wait long until Venga come in and shit on his own his own legacy. So uh, yeah, magnificent win. It's um, it's it's amazing to see how absolutely battered Man United got by Man City today. That possession was, what, 92% to 8 in, in a 15-minute period. I remember, because I was in London, it was the day before the Wat. I mean, it was the same game day in reverse. So it was the, the last game I was at, the Watford game. The day before that, um, I was in Leicester Square, went to uh, O'Neill's on, uh, on Wardour Street to watch the Manchester Derby, the reverse fixture. And that was when they were starting to have all the problems and uh, and and the same thing. They they were out possessed ninety to ten or something like that in the last twenty minutes of the game, and it was I mean it was pathetic. And they they're, they're just that much further behind. And given the way we play Man City, the last time we played them versus the way that That's what United played them, it's no surprise that United is struggling against Watford. It's no surprise at all. And uh, Man City for for Pep to come out and say. That Arsenal um, were the over the better deserved winners of that game. One of the best teams that he's seen as that has played against them this season. And, and plus, like I've said before, I bring this up every time the the um, the way we defended against Liverpool with ten men and the tactical substitutions that Arteta is making when he needs to is really doing good. And I was, uh, I'm glad that Pepe come on and Pepe got more than five minutes. What did he get? Eighteen minutes or got, something like that. It was close to twenty minutes actually. Yeah. Um, oh I, yeah, because six seven minutes of injury time, so he would have got. 25 minutes in total. Yeah. yeah. But they don't put that down on the stats, though, do they? They don't include the injury time at the end of the first and second half. Otherwise, sometimes, I mean, like that time, games where where they, um, yeah, well, I think, uh, wasn't it when uh, Ericsson got injured? You'd have, you'd have, if you'd have played, been on the pitch for all that time, you ended up playing about half hour of injury time, didn't we, or something Could, like that? Yeah, I mean, there, there have been some crazy, oh, like well into yeah. the 100th minute. Did yeah. you see the uh, the 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 point in the game yesterday that's been all over Twitter where where Erickson kind of tripped somebody, and the guy who was tripped, what was it from Norwich? Uh, yeah, he like grabbed him by the shoulders like he was gonna kind of get into it with him, and then he realized it was Erickson, and he just plopped down on top of him and hugged him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn nice. my camera off for a second. I got to plug in my uh, plug in my computer, so uh, okay. give, me, give me five seconds, but. You, know, you have to have 10 seconds. I'll be talking about the people while I'm I, I will. I've got, I shall juggle. Um, Pete, shout out. Shout out. Pete, Pete a little. My, my first game was 63, home to Burnley. Joe Baker, George Eastham were the stars. Wow. Yeah, that's um, – I'm just going through the uh, – I get bored, and so I go and do things like look out the, the most number of games played by any Arsenal player – in a season. Anybody in the chat want to have a guess the most number of games in a season played by any Arsenal player? Uh, if you can, if you want to have a go at that, put it in there and then I'll mm. tell you how close you are. Where's Arsenal? Oh, here we go. Um, I don't know. I want a, uh, I want matches. So what season did he say it was? 63. I'm going to go and find it. 62, 63. I'll start off with. Oh, you're back. 62, 63. Say Burnley at home. Uh, Arsenal v Burnley. Dum, dum, I mean, it's got to be a modern player that would have played the most games because, you know, the, the European Cup in the day was certainly not as many games. Uh, Cup Winners' Cup, you know, if we were in Europe, it wouldn't have been 
six, eight, ten, twelve. Like like Europe to get to the final is thirteen, fourteen games. Surprisingly, it was one of those years. Um, oh, really? Pete, was your first game? You uh, you lost three two to at home on the eleventh of May, nineteen sixty three. Way to go, and Peter! Only, and the nice only one. player I recognise from there is Eastham Skirt and Baker. Jimmy McGill. That's the name of the bloke out of Better Call Saul. That's McGill. His is McGill. Um, here we go. So people are having a guess at some of the um, some of the ones. Yeah, everybody's saying they're real leery. Uh, Seventy-five is Phil Macker. Nope. Uh, O'Leary. Nope. Twenty years. No. O'Leary uh, played the most games for Arsenal, I think, over the course of his career. But yeah, this you're is talking in one, about in one season. One season. South Dakota, forty-eight. No. George Armstrong. Jordy. You know, I've, I wrote it down. Happy birthday to Jill, by the way. This uh, it was yesterday or today. Oh, yes. Um, powder on, no, on it's not. Uh, so far, George Armstrong, the most he did in the season was sixty-four, and it's not him. Forty-one. No, Valeri. No, where no. is the sixty-four coming from? Oh, the sixty-four would have been that was for George Armstrong. Forty-two league, nine FA Cup, five League Cup, eight European. So that had been the 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 Affairs Cup. This was seventy seventy one. A total game sixty four. So it's uh, more than sixty four. And is this like one minute or more in the game, basically? Yeah, like I mean, back, yeah, the fact that you didn't have this season, you didn't really have substitutes. I think you were allowed one, right, one yeah. two substitutes well, per game. That's true. That's true. Yes, Jeff Strong went there. Da, 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 da. So you can have a guess, and I'll tell you if you're right or not. I'm gonna not gonna drag this out for too long. So while we're getting more guesses, what uh, what were you up to this week? I heard a very exciting piece of news about a, about an appliance mm. that arrived at your home. Yeah, I wanted the, not uh, the dildo. I wanted the Hisense one, but then that's Chinese, and I thought, fuck the Chinese, I'm not having any of that. So we Lovely got machine. The Russian one instead. Had a st- had a steam option, so when you're tumbling, it will give them a little psh, psh, of steam, so you don't get creases. But then they didn't have it in stock. And I, was, I tried to buy local, so I was going to go for a Hoover. And the local place said they wanted 421 And then I could get it from Amazon for 360 And I thought, I'm not paying 25% more just to support a local business. And they didn't have the model I wanted. The Amazon one was newer. And I thought, I've already got a Hoover. I don't like it. So I went and got one made by Candy. When it bought it, when it was delivered, I've had a look and uh, see who owns Candy. A fucking Chinese company. Yeah, yeah. So, so instead, sake. you bought the Russian one. Uh, you know, I'm seeing Pat Jennings. I love, I like that for a guest because you know when you think about playing mm. every single game, it's the most. A goal, the a most he played was 65. It's more than 65. Who? Uh, Pat Jennings? No, the person, the person at the top. He uh, he played in three back-to-back FA Cup finals. This one for the dads. No one young is going to get that. It's not Tony Adams. Oh, all right, Matt. Almunia, no, not 78, seven, not 79 season. Older than that, Tony Adams. I thought it was another toilet. Uh, Jennings was a god. He was certainly bloody good. Uh, if not George Armstrong, then Alan Ball. Sounds 72. You're near the season, and it wasn't Alan Ball. Can't I've only Charlie. started. Huh? Can't be Charlie George. No, Willie Young is a very good guess. Willie Young actually George managed Graham? 65 games. George I've only Graham? gone. I've only gone back to 1970. So, so it's not before George 1970, Graham, I don't know. No, it's not George Graham. Was it Chris Jericho? I think it might have been Chris Jericho. The man didn't mess around. He no. was he was all party and no action. 
I haven't tweeted from the uh, the Highbury Inn yet, have I? So what what was your um, what was your take? I was I was busy this week doing um, doing some. Oh, my washing machine's lovely. Um, well, I Sean and my mum and Sean's mum here. So while um, I was doing the show, we had um, put something on a wash. And normally, my old tumble dryer would take about to want to dry a few things would probably take about an hour hour and ten minutes. This took twenty five minutes. So it's got a fourteen minute quick wash. But I'm, none of my clothes were ever dirty, and it uh, tumbled everything in about 25 minutes, I think. Wow. And it's an A rating for the washing machine, and it's a D electricity rating for the washer-dryer. Boom. Life-changing, my friend. I, I have, I've never Sandlund. been happier for somebody. Good. Alan Sandland is not one of them. No. I'm going to move this across here so I don't accidentally uh, end the show. Liam Brady, no. Frank McClintock, no. What's the question? <laughs> so far, from 1970 onwards, who has played the most number of games in a season for Arsenal? Ah, not 72, then 73. Um, nope, later than that. It's in the 70s. Jericho looks hench, right? He has, he's still fat, isn't he, Jericho? He hasn't put all, got lost all the weight. It, it's weird because he's fat, but his stomach is still kind of toned. Like these, like it's not jiggling around and stuff. Like like it it he's large, but still put together in a way that I would be perfectly happy to be. Um, you know, in about a year when I'm, you know, if I keep losing weight, well, at how the is pace your diet? I, had, uh, I hit the thirty-one pound mark this morning. Um, down thirty-one pounds in thirty-one days, and if I keep this going, at this pace by new year's day i'm going to be 18 pounds so i'm looking i'm looking forward to it uh but yeah so far so good i I went for two walks yesterday long like hard uphill challenging walks today i just went to one with uh with steph i went to one one on one with steph and uh you know good times Arnie has made a good point here with this top. I am much like, you know, um, the the intellectuals in the world. I don't care what clothes I put on. I have got 16 T-shirts, and then I've got about three of, of all of uh, Serepi, uh, maybe maybe about five or six different styles across 16 T-shirts, and my socks are all the same. My trousers are all the same. My T-shirts are all the same, just varying colors, because uh, I don't ever think about what I'm going to wear. How- so I've got my drawer full of T-shirts. I just pull out whichever one's clean. I, I was just about to guess what Matt Roberts has guessed. Is it Bob Wilson? Um, okay, we'll go through some more of your guests. Uh, Don Juan says, give us a clue. Okay, in a minute. It's not O'Leary. Um, Matt Roberts says, Bob Wilson. Nope, it isn't RVP. That's too soon. It's in the 70s. Santa, George Graham. Nope. Um, Peter Story. <laughs> Pat Rice. Pat Rice, I think, was close. Where's my list? Pat Rice is, uh, so far, not in my top lot. He won. He was played in three back-to-back FA Cup finals in the seventies and eighties, and won the first, won the second, lost the third. See, I'm thinking it's someone from '72 because the '71 no. team would have uh, they would have played in the in the Cup Winners' Cup the following. He year. went on to manage Rushton and Diamonds. Oh, I hate Rushton and Diamonds. <laughs> Dagenham and Redbridge <laughs> and Accrington Stanley. Uh, it's a wonderful accent. So, what's the secret to your your diet then? And you lose all this weight. What's is it? I know you're having uh, um, bottom feeding sea creatures in snot. Uh, well, yes, I do. Uh, I do have a lot of shrimp, a lot of uh, clams. We have a winner. Wow, oh, Brian Talbot, nice call. In the season 1979-80, 
42 league, 11 FA Cup, 7 League Cup, 9 Europe, 1 Charity Shield, 70 games. Mm. Good golly. And I've checked that all the way from 1978 all up to 2013. Now he can't walk. Uh, oh, and then bam, Peter got it as well. Just a little, a couple of seconds after. But his doesn't uh, count, though, because he reversed the... Uh, now, now, did he just have the caps lock thing on, or was yeah. he doing that thing you yeah. see on Twitter Accidentally hit. capitalize all the wrong letters, like to to to, to be sarcastic and stuff, which is which I hate. Probably um, went to do shift for a capital B and ended up doing caps lock and then shift, which changed it to a lowercase b. So you're going to give us, you're going to give people a, a bit of helping hand with your yes. how you did it. No drinking. You've had, how uh, long for alcohol have you gone? Uh, about five weeks. You know, the last time you did that, that was you were still breastfeeding, weren't you? Uh, I was actually ass feeding, um, but uh, I, I put a nipple on my. Okay, um, yeah, no alcohol. That got uh, dark quite quickly. I'm glad you stopped that. Calorie counting. So I'm generally about one thousand to, to twelve hundred calories a day. So what I'm eating are are I do like a protein shake in the morning. That's a hundred calories. I'll have a very lean lunch, like like low-fat ham, which is a really good dietetic thing. It's not, There's really very little calories in it. So I have low-fat ham, a vegetable. Um, for dinner, I'll have fish or, or, or seafood and, um, and mushrooms and onions and that sort of stuff. And then, um, and then like a protein bar during the day. So I'm eating every three or four hours, but it's really low-calorie stuff. So I'm averaging about 1,000 calories a day. Trying to walk when I can, stand up when I can, and uh, don't rub it in. And I'm getting sleep, and I'm wearing that stupid sleep apnea thing finally because <laughs> I, I do this thing where it's Sean so stupid that I don't wear it, or that I went years without wearing it because I sleep yeah. so much better when I just do that, and I feel so much better rested. And it just trickled so, to trickle down. Sean says I drive a nut when when she was when she was living there when she was younger. She'd say I'd I'd hear. <laughs> And then silence for thirty seconds. And then, when you were in the process of dying, and then and then you would come back. <laughs> well, now I have the opposite thing. I choke on my own dribble because I've got a very dribbly gob, and I'm laying like a. <laughs> I had one situation. This was where I, this is where I began the process of waking up to, to for the most recent time. Um, of course, it took me a couple months to finally hit the uh, hit the edge. But well, Arnie, the shake is is like a protein shake. It's a one hundred calorie protein shake it's not milk um, my body doesn't work right because my body doesn't convert protein food into protein to make my body work but if i if i if i you meant to have roughly about 110 grams of protein a day if i have any more than 50 or 60 if i have two tins of tuna a day it'll give me the uncontrollable shits oh no i love but my body needs protein but if i eat protein it makes me fucking ill i uh so when i was in london i mean i was just fat and out of shape and i wasn't i, I mean it was it was awful you, mean um, you were living here or when you come down to visit sorry <laughs> when you were here recently or when yeah, you were yeah, when, yeah when i was here in november or like october november i was in my my um well first of all i broke two chairs just merely by sitting in them one of them when you were on when we were podcasting together and you were on the other end of the camera and you actually saw I Do you did. have a video of that? I know you have uh, stills of it that you took. I only managed to screen grab it. Oh, God. And it's, uh, it's too bad we were off camera at the time. But but so, yeah, there was that. I broke the toilet seat because 
I guess some one of the times I just sat on it and like it just went crashing off. So yeah, those should have been wake up calls. But a literal wake up call was I was lying in bed sleeping in the middle of the night. I wake up and I can't breathe. And it's not that I I like I couldn't breathe. I wasn't sick. I didn't have a stuffed up nose or anything. I just felt like I had forgotten how to breathe. And I jumped out of bed and I was freaking out because I'm like, this is it. <laughs> this is how it ends. Although I'm in Highbury, so at least there's that. But uh, but what a way to go! I go, yeah, I, I go into the to the bathroom and like I just like poured water in my mouth and I start. I was like, okay, I got to start slow. And I just I just fi- just figured it out all of a sudden. But it was just the weirdest thing. It wasn't like sleep apnea where you stop breathing and then you wake up and start breathing again and gasping for air. I couldn't do it. So this was yeah, this was not good. Uh, and I'm like. Two more months of drinking and eating, and then I'll get serious about my weight. Um, but yeah, I, you gotta, I, I gotta be around. I, you know, the world needs Michael Feinberg <laughs> to be Dead around. So. How did you get diagnosed? Well, they looked at me and they're like, you probably, <laughs> hey, fatty, do you die in your sleep? They're like, there's no way you're not snoring. Uh, I mean, you know, when I really started gaining weight, I, I, I got diagnosed with sleep apnea. I mean, I, you know, the snoring and, and all of that. And you go to a sleep specialist and they do a sleep study, which is the weirdest thing. Yeah. Oh, I have a picture that I should send you of, of myself hooked up to the sleep study. It was the scariest, craziest thing. And uh, and they tell you how, I mean, if you've never had a sleep study, they tell you I like, sleep like a baby. I could sleep 12 hours perfectly. They tell you, and it's weird, you're sleeping like in what feels like a little hotel room, but you're hooked up to all these wires and and diodes and stuff. And they can tell when you stop breathing. They can tell. And like my legs started moving. That's when I was diagnosed with restless leg syndrome. And it was like, I mean, it's, it's a little, a little off-putting and scary, but, uh, but yeah. So that's the one thing I want to get rid of that. And I got to lose a lot of weight to get rid of that. Cause that, I mean, it's, it usually comes with weight. So, so you just, uh, you just snore and stop breathing. You're not, you're not treating it with anything. No, I've got electric bed. So I just, it's cost me a grand, but it's wonderful. Put my feet up and I sit up like that. I fall asleep sitting up quite often. Um, uh, mackerel. Yes. I have tins of mackerel in the fr- in the cupboard. I love it. And tuna. Dempsey says, can I eat beans? Oddly today, big Bob was around plugging the washing beans. machine. Um, uh, I gave my mum, all, uh, all my baked beans, my spaghetti hoops, and my red chili kidney beans, because they all give me, they upset my stomach, something chronic. Um, Sean took all my cereal, and my brother took tomato, um, tomato soup because it's full of sugar. But I used to love beans. But if I eat beans now, oh my God, am I ill? It's not good. Like today for dinner, we had a, a Chinese, cost me fucking 38 quid for three of us. See, I, but, love, I love, I love Chinese. That's, that's my, I think we talked about this. That's my, uh, I would rather have had we, Marmite on toast. Mark is asking if I'll be drinking shakes at the 12 pin in April. Um, I'm if you want to shake a pint up, he'll give it a go. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be with my son and my son whilst being 18 is not a drinker. So, um, more than likely, other than the the two days of the Arsenal games, I my plan is to not really be boozing it up that much. And in that regard, then we'll be walking around the city a lot. We're we're staying in uh, kind of near Covent Garden, and uh, we're going to do a lot of walking. So, did you say last week that when I said um, we're having a Chinese, you don't say it, phrase it like that? No, I love when people say that, but no, we um, 
we, we're like ordering Chinese food or we're getting Chinese, but they don't say a Chinese. Oh, we didn't used to. I mean, we used to say I'm having a chinky, but we can't say that anymore. Well, <laughs> supposing it's not really nice, so we don't say it. But that's what we used to say. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, uh, it's uh, it's one of those strange things. But I, I, I mean, I'm addicted when I'm in London to to going to Chinatown and having Chinese food there. It, I it's sort of about why you so don't know what what that used to mean to. You used to go back to the days of the. Uh, um, the knights in armor, and when you get dinked, it make a a slip kind of thing, look like an eye. There you go, it goes that far back. But I don't think the they one, had Chinese food back then in, in this country. The restaurant, the, the Chinese restaurant. When I lived there in eighty in the in the late eighties, my mom and stepfather used to take me to Big Uh Hey, Ste- hey Stefan, used to take us to Chinatown, and we'd always go to the same place. It was unbelievable. It's no longer there, but. I found out later that it was in a, it's in uh, the the song Werewolves of London. It's called Lee Ho Fook, and um, and it was right Sounds on. Dodgy. It was right on Gerard Street. Unbelievable Chinese food. And when I came back in 2013 with my family, I, I built it up to be this huge thing. I'm like, we're going to Lee Ho Fook. That's all we're doing tomorrow tonight because I'm just going to sit there for eight hours and eat. Uh, and we get there and I can't find it anywhere. And it turns it turns out it's now like dumpling paradise or something like that. And and I kept looking for it on this is before the days of Yelp or, or or it was right when it was early on. So I kept looking for it. It gave me the address for it. And I finally found out that they had closed down. And I just don't understand. If you're named in a famous song, you'd think people would want to go there like as a tourist attraction. So why would you why would they go out of business? I I, I don't understand. Um, you lot have been putting potty language in there, and I've only just seen it, and I have to go and manually approve it all. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. this is a uh, this is an uncensored. I know, but it's, it's so that we don't get racist scumbags. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't come in the doing their that. usual shit. Uh, I really yeah, like when I, I talk about food. It's like I talk about it in in like a romantic. No, way. I don't. I, talk, I mean, I, 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 I have I have an addiction. I mean, I understand that there is a psychological issue. It's not just that I eat a lot or something like that. It's like this psychological addiction, and you know, I romanticize it. I really do. Like New York pizza, when when uh, when the cheese is all good. like like I could talk about it and come this close to an orgasm, and that's why I'm this fat. <laughs> but we're working on that. We're reprogramming me. As long as I've eaten something, I don't care. Yesterday I had a a tin of mushroom soup and then later I had a tin of tuna and some bread. I don't usually eat bread. I love bread too, but I'm not, I'm not touching the stuff. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm on practically no carbs at this point. So um, yeah, with the chat in the Sunday roast, we want your suggestions, anything that you want us to talk about. It can be arsenal related. It could be completely not arsenal related. It can be give me your top three or top five this or that or or just something completely ridiculous if you there want. There you go. So, that's one true. Here. That's true, by the way. What uh, what Loki just put, uh, the Arsenal Fish Bar, when we were um, on the first Arsenal America tour, so I think this was 2000, and it's whatever year we played Anderlecht in the Champions League group stage and blew a 3 nothing lead and drew with them, so maybe 2014. Um we were supposed to go to 
I, I forget what oh, we were supposed to go to Pieberry Corner as a group, but Pieberry Corner wasn't open that day. They were only open on certain days. And so instead, we went to the Arsenal Fish Bar. I was so hungover, I could barely walk. But when <laughs> I found out that they had Chinese there and not just fish and chips, I, I, I just sat and ate for hours. So, yeah, the, the Arsenal Fish Bar doesn't have Chinese there anymore. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Blackstock Road's a pretty good road for restaurants. If you're if you're in the Highbury area, there's just good restaurants all up and down Black uh, Blackstock. Um, someone put up a uh, there's a few things uh, da, da, da. fish and chips I don't buy anymore. I have haddock because it's uh, more sustainable than cod. And uh, the last time we got it from day. Hodson's in Huntingdon, one bit of haddock cost me eight pound ninety. I said never a fucking again am I getting it. I don't even like fishing. I don't like any food. I would like, like I said earlier, give me four slices of marmite on toast, and I'll be as happy as that. Apart from a roast, a nice roast chicken with lots of roast potatoes and Yorkshire puddings and gravy and no veg. Um, oh, here we go. Question from Pete. Peter, uh, do you think fourth is a possibility now? I am only fifty-fifty at present, and happy if we finish fifth. It's got to be bang on, hasn't it? I mean, fourth as a possibility for sure. Um, it's fantastic i mean that that we're in the position we are right now now you know if you want to call our games in hand the ones that were postponed then yep. it's spurs uh united and chelsea and those are not you know those aren't nine out of nine points for sure but we i mean the, the way we're playing right now it could be five or six and if we keep getting the job done against the teams that are below us in the table the games that we have coming up against leicester against uh who else do we play uh you know they're not easy games but That's i think fourth is our, i mean it's it, it's it is literally in our hands right now in the sense that if we win every game we can't finish any lower plus, than fourth plus we're at home against live um west uh, leicester um, yeah, you know. a week today and then midweek uh we're at home to liverpool so and then I, we're away to villa away to palace home to brighton away to southampton so i think villa's there for the taking i think yeah. west ham right now are starting to show some signs of of stress mm. and and they've still got europa league games left we've got palace and brighton and those are the two games i'll be going to those are both completely winnable southampton i mean look the no no game is easy as we've learned but uh, Leeds and Newcastle for the end of it. That Newcastle game could be a, a rough one, uh, given that they could be fighting. Although I think they'll be secure and in, in, uh, in, in staying up. But I think fourth is is incredibly achievable right now, unless something goes drastically wrong with the mentality and the and the team the way they're playing. Fifth place would be. It's the opposite of the of the thing where people are like, if I had told you at the beginning of the year that we'd finish fifth, would you take it? Because now, if I told you at the beginning of the year, would you take fifth, I would have chopped your hand off. But if you tell me now we're going to finish fifth, I will be very, very disappointed. Not so angry. Not angry. Not angry. Not, not failure. Not sacking Arteta. But I would be very disappointed because of it seems completely – I mean, we're the third or fourth best team in the country. There's only two teams and possibly sometimes Chelsea that I think are playing better than we are over the past three or four months. I agree with what Darren says. If yeah, Arsenal win every game, they come yeah, third. Third is Chelsea. Arsenal's hand. Yep. I mean, we're not going to win 13 out of 13 games, but neither are the teams around us. Chelsea's not going to win 13 out of 13 either. It's, uh, yeah, shoot for third and fail to fourth. Not they've the all got, not, not fourth they've all got fifth. cup games. They've all got Europe. They've all got other stuff to be 
to be contending with, and we have just got a small squad that are all up for it. People got any questions that aren't? Um, someone someone uh, asked me if uh, if I caught the ladies uh, the women's team while I was over, and the answer is yes. Uh, the night before I came to visit you, Dan, uh, I was at Meadow Park, and uh, it was a freezing night, and I enjoyed the game. We we. We won. It was pretty impressive. It was the oh, it was the FA Cup semifinal that we uh, that we were playing, and uh, and after the game, I actually met up with Daniel Robert at a uh, at a Weatherspoons and had the worst steak I've ever had in my life. It's Weatherspoons for you. It yeah. doesn't cost one pound fifty for a steak for a reason. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I mean. Because it was one pound fifty, I had nine of the worst steaks I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I had a budget of about ten quid, so I got eight, you know eight steaks for it. But uh, but yeah, I did get to see the women. I was happy to get to see them. That's it was my second time to Meadow Park. The last time I watched the U twenty ones way back when when uh, when Iwobi and Zellalem and and Dan Crawley and and uh, and Matt Macy and all that were playing for them. Super super Dan Crowley. You My computer him. keeps telling me it needs to do a fucking update. Fuck. Chuba, Chuba Akpom, who, who's one of the main reasons that we're that we're together now. Mm, it was. Anybody got any questions on um aren't Batman football related? Really. I'm saying Stefan has put one, Don's put um Don one has put one. Um Pete says the if we finish fourth, the Arteta's haters will be out. Um Demsex Michelangelo, it's not that we aim too high and fail, it's we aim too low and achieve. Wise words. Have we, you ever met Ty? He is one of the only I mean, I've met him as in like I was next to him at one point at the um <laughs> Oh what? shit, I've pissed myself. You gotta clip that and put it in the intro uh, uh, the intro. Um no, I, I have day. I've met him informally uh at the uh at the Tollington when they were allowed in the Tollington after games. But uh he's one of the only regulars from the early AFTV that I don't have more of an opinion about because I don't really know them that much. Um, the other, you know, the other folks that most people know from the original AFTV are, some are extremely nice people, some are very deeply flawed people and others are just complete pricks and they're in jail now. I have met four people from the world of podcasting, Mike, Canadian, Jeff, and Femi and Carl for my pod when I went to a game with Sean in September 2019. I was meant to meet, meet Dave Goodholic well, on the day, but he was not well. Um, that was the last game I think he went to, sadly. Um, I'll gloss over that because it's sad. Uh, David O'Le- Darren O'Leary says, what are the winning Euro numbers for Tuesday? One, two, three, four, five, six. And they're as likely as the actual numbers. The winning number is eight. Just, oh. just a single eight. A lot of people are going to win, but it's eight. Uh, um, Phil says, "Hey, Mister Magic, do you love footy above all other sports?" It's not even close. I mean, yeah, I mean, the answer is yes, and it's not even close. I mean, it, it's it. Football is here, then hockey is here, and everything else. Basketball, American football, um, you know, um, high ally, uh, way, way down the thing. Um, that's why you know I. I just treat, I treat football differently than I treat anything else. I love fantasy NFL. I think we've talked about this here, but I despise fantasy football like Premier League because I don't want to watch the game differently than I normally do. I want to 
root against everyone that 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 could potentially hurt Arsenal and root for everybody that could potentially help. And you got these people on, you know, oh well, I should have double captained uh, Mo Salah because he scored four goals the other day. Yeah, I don't want to even be remotely happy about that. So, um, where's one? Uh, Loki says, uh, "What players have you and your mates met?" Well, I've met. I've met Niall Quinn at Barnet v Man City. I, like I said, it. Niall, this is when Barnet beat Man City one in the League Cup when Barnet when Man City were in League one and Barnet were in League two. And I said, Niall, you ever come back to Arsenal? He said, Fuck off. And then I met Ray Wilkins. Um it was Barnet v QPR in the League Cup. And, I was on uh, a little bit of a delay that I mean not 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 an actual one. Like my mind was on a little bit of the delay. That was that's all it was that's all he said, fuck off. And Ray Wilkins <laughs> I don't ask for programs. I don't want, and it's not a selfie. If there's more than one person in your fucking photo, it's not a fucking selfie, you morons. And, so and, and when people tell people that ask people if they'll take a selfie of them, it's, it, I mean, it, you have to take it yourself. Otherwise it's not, I mean, that's what self is. Yeah. They're idiots. Um, I've met, so Ray, will, I, I don't know why I was uh, with a QPR fan, big Dave Garnham, six foot seven. Fuck me. The man's a monster. And, uh, I said, uh, when Ray come and took a corner, we'll put the ball down to take a corner. I said, uh, Ray, any chance you can have your autograph? I was going to give it to Dave who was with me, QPR fan. He went, not now, mate, a bit busy playing football. <laughs> I went to go, no, not right now. And then he went, oh, all right, well, come and see me after the game. But he got man of the match, and it was the match was on TV, and so uh, he was being interviewed. Bob, Wil- Bob Wilson, I met him. I was the day John Jensen scored for Arsenal. I was sat in my BMW. He walked past, went, Bob. He walked back. He stuck his head in the car, went, oh, hello. So I shook his hand and said, nice to meet you. Uh, Glenn Hoddle, I was at Barnet again. With a few of my Arsenal, I had a... Uh, I think it was Keith. He's a mental case, Chelsea fan, obviously. And uh, I met, and Glenn was there with Daley Thompson and Carl Hoddle. I think it's Carl Hoddle, his brother's testimony, who is now dead. And I said, oh, I shook hands with Glenn. I went, oh, Glenn, how are you doing? He said, oh, I'm all right, mate. I said, oh, you know my mate Keith, Chelsea fan, didn't you? And he, they both looked at each other. He shook Keith's hand and then went, all right, and walked off. Brian Marwood, I met him at Barnet when he was playing for Barnet. Jesus Christ. It's like watching you playing football. He was playing in central midfield. Poor bloke. He was fucked. Um, oh, Ray Parler. I met him at the the Southampton FA Cup final. He stood where all the, the coaches go under the stadium. I went, all right, Ray, what are you doing here? He went, well, I'm a fucking gooner. I went, fair enough. Fair enough. And I went on my way. I don't think I've met many others. They tend to me, me. We're, we're talking. All right. Well, let's define what meeting is. Uh, not podcast only, not video. No, because you're just oh, talking of podcasting only. Did this arrive today? Uh, ah. And then I realized I've already got it. <laughs> so I'm gonna, yeah. if I have definitely got it, I'm going to give this away to some poor fuck. It cost me £1.60 and cost me about four quid to post back. If you send, so if you send it, it away. If you send it to Alan, I can, uh, you know, I'll ask him to uh, to autograph it for you. I'm sure. Uh, you wouldn't need me to do to do that. But. Yeah, so one, not ones that you've uh, done podcasts with because your list will be very. Actually, I've done Anders podcast with Anders Limpa. Well, you've, Rowe, you've also Dave done uh, Jimmy Carter, the goalie, uh, Rami Shaban. Oh, I was going to come to Rami. He's he's a bloody legend. So yeah, so so and 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 not like I saw I, Jack I, accounts. I had a word with it. Like like spent more than like ten seconds talking to is what is yeah. okay. Uh, Ray Parler, Nigel Winterburn, 
KC, of course, Super Kevin Campbell. Um, absolutely great hang. Alan Smith, we met up at uh, at um, at the media entrance to the players' tunnel in the Emirates when we were going to have a picture taken on the on the pitch, and he was doing commentary, and and he was donating his signed version of that very book to us, and and that's where that's where he handed it to me. Um, let's see, uh, we did media when the club came to to the to the States in 2019. So I had a interview with Callum Chambers, uh, quick talk with Mustafi and, uh, and one with uh, Willock. Uh, I met Granit Xhaka in the sense that, uh, that uh, I had my phone ringing and he stared me down and, and wanted to kill me while we during a press conference on that tour. Um, who else? I don't know. I, I've been fortunate. I mean, you know, th- then there's the thing where if you're if you're with a supporters club, they invite you to walk, you know, welcome the team as they come off the bus for a game. I don't count that as as meeting anybody because they're barely looking at you. They're all talking on their phones so that they have an excuse. But there's no one on the other end. Um, Lee Dixon met in person a couple times. Uh, it's lucky. I mean, I, I I've never had that with any other sport of mine, and I would have just I you know this would have been the one that I would have thought would be most unattainable. Yet, oh Perry Groves, another great hang, and one the prize <laughs> great hang, it's a great hang. Perry <laughs> Groves for the second straight year, but no one's been able to collect on it yet because of COVID. Um, he's given away a tour because he does the legends tours. So then add, add Charlie George to that list then too. Um, the legends tours. And after the legends tour, he will go to a pub for a few drinks with you. And that's one of the experiences we give away on Gunners versus cancer every summer. And uh, I mean, the guy is a cult hero and he's still just, I mean, the stories he tells, he, he is, the one story he won't tell is background stuff about the Tuesday club. He won't really like they're sworn to secrecy about the Tuesday club, but, but, uh, but he tells a ton of other funny stories. So um, let's go and read some of the, if you remember some more, oh, I've got one. I forgot to say, um, Phil says, I'm glad to hear it. Cause I ain't got any other stuff. Yeah. The other um, sports uh, besides football. Ever play lacrosse, Mike. Oh, I, I picked up a lacrosse thing and I tried to use it and I couldn't. So, Pete has met uh, Raquel. Peter has met Raquel Welsh. She was a stunner. Um, okay, that save that for question for later. Matt uh, Phil says I met Righty down the golf club. He told me off for climb, calling him a legend. Uh, all I watch is I, I took a selfie. I took a, a, a what is a selfie then in your world? A two a toofy? No, it's a photo. Can I have oh, a photo oh, okay. with you? Took a photo um, with him on the uh, right after I met Alan Smith. And and had a, a nice conversation with him. I then came through to to the get to the players' garage where where the where they were coming off the bus. And in that time, I ran into Ian Wright and then Charlie George. And it was like the thirty seconds of of bliss, like walking from the pitch to the garage, which is pretty much in a straight line. Um, hung out with or hung out with, just met up with a couple of a real legends. I've met some more. Um, uh, South Dakota Goff says he's met, or they've met. I don't know if you're here or she. I've and I betrayed all of mine, all of the Matt, ones I just mentioned, to to hang out with Vito Manani. Uh, Matt Roberts says Bobby Wilson is a nice guy. 
I was also on the stage at, a, at an event. There was a, uh, a fan event like with some of the players in San Jose, California in 2016. And I was picked to be part of a game show thing that we did. And my teammates, there were two teams. My teammates were Gideon Zellalem. No, 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 no. Callum Chambers. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. And I forget who the fourth one was. Um, the other team was like Granite Jaka, Kieran Gibbs, and and Jaka had just been signed. He could not speak English, like didn't know a word of English at that point. Uh, I'll try to. Oh, it was Hector Bellerin was on the other team as well. So that was fun. Um, yes, I'm just Rocky. Uh, I honestly would trade them all for Rocky though. Rocky, I, I was fortunate enough to get to watch him play live, but I never, I, I never met them yet. But his children have become friends Ryan. of mine, and they are the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Ryan, Donna's Ryan, met and, uh, we need to get Ryan on the gladiators. Um, Demsek has <laughs> met. Um, Can I have a chat for the gladiators? <laughs> I'm gonna tell, am I going to tell the Barry Fry story if people want? Um, Phil said, "I'd rather uh, a book signed by me." Well, I'm in a book. Gav told me, uh, told me off because I apparently I, I didn't mention him. Ah, Trevor, J- J- Trevor Booking. I met Trevor Booking at the. Oh, it was the Southampton FA. No, it wasn't. It would have been the, or the Cardiff ones. There's also this little thing. Never heard of him. Put it down. Um, Barack Obama. I, met- I had a handshake with Barack Obama at a uh, at a U.S. Olympic basketball game, like. A preview he was sitting with biden uh and their wives right in front of us so we we met we talked about it. i gave him some advice that he eventually you know used i bet he did um like the i met trevor brooking at the man united fa cup final in 2005 because that's the only time i had parking underneath the stadium i got out of the car and of uh, gfp2 was that one the uh the, the blue black one and i saw trevor brooking is that Freddie? Yep. Forgot about that one too. And I saw Trevor and I went, oh, Trevor, that skull you scored in uh, 1978 was offside. He went, 1980. I went, just testing. <laughs> he, uh, I met Barry Fly, Fry at the 2001 FA Cup final. Met him in the lift. He held the lift for me. I got in. I went, oh, Barry, hello. He said, oh, hello. Hello there, mate. I said, if I knew you were coming, Barry, I'd have got a lift. And he just looked at me like I had no idea what I was talking about. I met Anders Limpar. It was at a testimonial game. He came and sat in the section where I sat and sat next to me. And I talked to him for about half an hour during the game. And this little thing here to help explain my next story, Michael Feinberg. See this picture? Oh, for fuck's sake, I've got to get rid of the comment. Oh. Um, right. There. See that picture? You see the, um, the bloke in the middle of the picture with the black jacket on? Yep. Behind him, there's green doors. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The right of him, there's a uh, the guy, the guy with his hands in his pockets. Yeah, right next to there, you see a, a door that's just open. How, how many more directions are you going to give? <laughs> right, that door there, that's the wheelchair en- en- entrance to the stand. You go in there, then you turn left, and then you come for another door, and then you come out. But as soon as you went in that door there, I was trying to go in there, and there's only room for a chair. And Alan Smith was trying to come out, and, and um, Sean's mum, George, was pushing me, and we drove over his foot. Oh, and he man. went, Oh, I went, oh, sorry, Alan. I said, it's not my fault. It's her fault. You know her, don't you? It's George, the old you know them. And he went, oh, hello, George. And he stood back and we went past. 
he probably Actually, no, we went backwards probably, and let him you, last. You, you picked the best person to roll over their foot because I mean he's so yeah, black shiny shoes on, mild mannered and and wonderful that that uh, you know someone else would like Perry would have gone after you probably. It'd have chinned me. <laughs> Look, talking of that, I found another picture. This was the approved um, from uh, Islington Council to fill in the ends of of Highbury. So that breaks stay. my heart. That breaks. Yep. It broke my heart when I saw the North Bank is all cedar. Like I, I mean, again, I understand why. I mean, now, I, this was, was to fill it in, fill the corners in, so we could stay there and not go to the Emirates. They had approval for it. Oh, oh, oh! I see what you mean. Yeah, um, to fill it all in. But people say, oh, I knew there was a photo somewhere. It's in one of the newspapers. Um, well, let's go back to some of the things that people are saying. Uh, da -da, where were we up to? Um, I, um, Phil says, I did try and kiss Alan Ball at a dinner at the Winchester Guildhall. I was Tom, hammered. Steph says, I'd kiss Ian White if I ever met him. Oh, um, uh, Phil says, I love Perry Grove. Did a podcast with Perry. He is like a Wikipedia. The, the only Arsenal player I've met is Santos, the left-back, Andre Santos. Actually, not the actually most left famous back. footballer I've ever met. It's not, it wasn't even a Premier League footballer. He was, he's very, very low-level in the FA pyramid, but uh, uh, Lee Judges. Great footballer. He's an all right hang. He's he's not bad, is he? Um, I've had David Beckham tell me to fuck off as well, as well as um, Niall Quinn. Yeah, the question should have been, what are the most famous footballers to tell you to fuck off? He was warming up at Highbury with with Nicky Butt, and I shouted him, Oi, you two shower together? And David Beckham turned around and said, Fuck off. Oh, actually, Rule Fox told me to fuck off as well. <laughs> Uh, Peter Peterborough won Spurs six in a preseason friendly. He ran past and I went, Oi, Fox, you're fucking shit. He stopped her man went, Oh, your missus is fucking shit. I said, Fuck off, she's not my missus. <laughs> we, were, we had gone our separate ways by that time. Um, so, and the, the funniest thing I did at a football at Peterborough at a proper game, and then the linesman was running up and down the line, as the linesman does, and I went, oh, someone's got new boots, and he looked down at his boots, and the whole crowd, all 500 of them were out from him, and he went, Peterborough all laughed at him. <laughs> there you go. I met the, oh, Banana Brady said, I met Lionel Blair, I made Lionel Blair a cheese toasty and tea circa 1985. I like Lionel Blair. Um, just tweeted you a picture of me and Charlie George, Danny. Does, oh. does Colin Lewin count? He didn't play. He didn't play for the, for Arsenal, but uh, Colin and I spent some time together at the uh, at the 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 um, uh, the Wenger D David Dean show oh, in uh, yeah. in London a couple months ago. Oh, we let, do you want us to show the picture of you, um, Phil? If not, say so. If you do, then I'll bring it up. Um, when you're Paul Davis first. Pops is one of the one of the most underrated. Like like he's he was the kind of guy that just got the job done routinely every single time, and just was never as glorified as you know Rocky or or uh, you know even Mickey Thomas to a certain extent. But I mean, he was like the beginning of 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 the team that turned out to be the eighty eight eighty nine team, right? I mean, he was there. He kind of came in when Stu oh Stuart Robson when Stuart Robson left. Um, but I love me some Paul Davis. Uh, Barry Fry, I love Barry Fry with all of my heart. So um, who's Barry Barney. Fry? I, I'm I a Barney. He's he was a manager of uh, well, he was manager of Bedford for ages, played for Bedford, and then he was a manager of Barnet. Took Barnet up through the leagues, up through into the conference. I was there in their first season in the conference, got smashed most games. Gary Ball up front, whacking in goals. Uh, Steve Ball's cousin, 
or yeah, cousin. And then uh, then he left to go to Peterborough, and Peterborough came to Barnet in the FA Cup and smashed them nine one. I missed that game. And then he was manager of Peterborough on and off over the years. Wonderful, wonderful man. A lot of Peterborough fans hate him, but I like him. But Pete says, one day I will talk about Barry Fry and Dunstable Town, the team he managed for a while because he's from the Bedford area. I think he's got four daughters. Uh, a pay packet, there was crates of beer from, was it Stan Cheeseman? No, Stan Flashman was the Barnet um, chairman. Cheeseman, the main man. Um, Don won as per, uh, we're the, I oh, sing in the North Bank. We sing, we're the East Stand. Uh, and then the West Stand. I always go whenever go that on. song gets sung at a game. Usually, you know, in the late part of the game, when when the game's in hand, I always love that because I can actually claim to be North Bank, uh, and so you know, I'm very protective of it. Don't fuck with us because we're North uh, Bank. North Bank Terrace's mofo. It used to go with the with the clock end, with the clock end, with the clock end high breed, and then it would go with the North Bank, and then it would go with the East Stand, and then when it came to the West Stand, everyone would go, because <laughs> they never sung. They never stood up, and they never sung because they had the comfy, comfy seats. Uh, Phil says we can show Phil. Okay, well, I'm going to go and get the picture. Billy Bong, a picture of Phil Macker from the chat. Um, so I'm going to get rid of this. Sellhurst Park up- is, is probably, speaking of, oh, there we go. Which yeah, one's that, Phil? That, which one's Charlie George? <laughs> that uh, that's definitely from a Legends tour. We the the one that the Legends tour that we did the same year that we went to the Arsenal Fish uh, Market. You're obsessed with Fish Man. It was uh, it was with Charlie George, and he he is a lovely, lovely man. Oh, getting a bit hot. Turn the heat down a little bit. Electricity costs a fucking fortune now. So, um, so yes. Yeah. Uh, Loki says we played Villa in 94 game and we gave Andy Townsend shit he then scored and man flipped us off how fucking rude my first game says Don was Wimbledon versus Arsenal at Selhurst Park Wimbledon 2 Arsenal 3 lovely Darren my first hybrid visit was the 24th of November 1996 Arsenal beat the scum 3-1 so I'm about to get let me see it'll be 1-2-3 yes one, two, three, maybe four, four. I've, I've been to a lot of Arsenal away games, but most of them are in Europe. Uh, the, the Arsenal away games in, in the, the, the country that I've been to in the Premier League have probably limited to about five or six. And somehow this will be the third one at Selhurst Park uh, that I'll be going to. It just always seems to be Palace. Oh, I've been to Brighton. I've been to... Um, uh, Lester, the, the the Lester game just just a few months ago, and way back in 1990, I went my one away game that I went to while I lived there the first time or lived there was uh, was QPR. I love that stadium, but uh, but yeah, it's always Selhurst Park, and we and we've yet to win there in a game I've been to. So, gonna break that duck. Sai says he saw Messi, Federer, and Tendulkar, the cricket player, um, the legendary bowler. I think he's a bowler. I think he's smashed a load of um, runs. Well, I don't think about cricket. And um, they were all two to three feet away from me. Closest I've ever come to meeting a sportsman until he meets you, Mike. Darren, uh, hi, Ivory was great. Uh, Stefan, my first game is in the, was in the North Bank. We lost to Chelsea probably about 1990. Let's see. Maybe I, I was, I, if that was in the 89 90 season, I might have been there. I probably was there. Oh, actually, 1990. No, I'd stopped going because I, I hadn't passed my test. 
or I hadn't been driving illegally for two years, and so I wasn't talking to my old man, um, who I still haven't heard from for about 18 months. It's only about three, four miles away, if that. Um, Loki's first was Panathinaikos in 0-0 in 1982. Yeah, March 19th, 1990. Uh, Chelsea won, Arsenal 0. Um, Chelsea's last league win at Highbury. Oh, um, at the time. <laughs> this, this is, I'm looking at an article from that day. So, um, so yeah, Arsenal was kind of on a slide at that point, getting ready to finish fourth in the league. But I would probably say there's a good chance I was at that game. And Chelsea had just, I think, been promoted from the year before. I don't think they were in the Premier League the year or the the first division, the year before. So that's where they're headed back to the Championship. Hopefully, they are. Uh, that's my that's my take on it. Um. Yeah. Well, well said. Any other questions people have got that isn't football related? Um. We've had some good ones over the years. It has been mainly football. This one, hasn't it? You know, got to be something else people want to talk about other than football. AEW Evolution is Revolution is tonight. Big, big oh. pay-per-view. Oh, pay-per-view? Yeah. Anyone, yeah. Have, they, have they signed anybody new from the world of uh, WWE? The, yeah, they've got uh, Keith Lee recently. They, I, I think it's inevitable that Jeff Hardy is about to, about to come over. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like every two weeks they have a new signing. It's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. It's like the opposite of Arsenal in 2015 or whatever the year was that we signed Petr Cech, 2016. Um, every week it's another new signing, but uh, but it's a good card tonight. I will be watching. I'm actually paying for this one too. Do so. they? Oh, you need IPTV. It's free. Um, do they? <laughs> Buddy hair. Um, <laughs> Do they do they have the women in that? Do they, they come out? No, they don't. My, my fucking mustache hairs getting in my mouth. Um, do they have women uh, a women's division, and do they all come out dressed like neon prostitutes, like WWF? Well, WWF kind of stopped. Well, they can't. It, it's ridiculous when you look back at ten years ago, five, even five, six, eight, ten years ago, and before that. When you look at the women's division in in, in professional wrestling, you realize how different of an era it was like, like it's so I went to a show once in Washington DC when Vince McMahon had a kiss my ass club and Trish Stratus or something. Yeah. Well, that was like the big payoff is that he had to do that. But like he, he, I mean, uh, just, I, I feel gross just talking about this, but, but I didn't do it. He was out there doing his whole like terrorizing boss thing. And he was oh, Linda McMahon supposedly had had a stroke and she was catatonic in a wheelchair, his wife. And he was rubbing in her face, trying to get her to like give up her shares in the company. And so he made Trish Stratus come out and get in her bra and panties and, and crawl around the ring like a, like a dog and kiss his ass. He did that to a woman in a storyline where it was to make another woman crazy. I mean, it's amazing that they didn't get canceled uh, completely. I mean, if he did that today, it would be death to the WWE. Um, but, times. but but no, actually, the, the the women's wrestling has gone to a level where it's as physical as the men. It is oftentimes as bloody as the men. There have been some matches in the AEW in AEW that have been unbelievable. Uh, there's a dentist in the in AEW, Britt Baker, DMD. 
the um, Kane. Kane used to be a, a dentist before he was Kane. Well, but that was no, that was a yeah. He was Doctor Isaac Yankum. He was that was his character. I'm talking. This woman is a real dentist, but she's a full time wrestler, and she's she's the champion. And she, the person she's fighting tonight, they had a they had a match a few months ago, where just they were both soaking wet, red, real blood all over them. It was crazy. Um, but but yeah, the. Uh, the women's wrestling is it's good, it's entertaining, and, and awesome. they're talented, yeah. and they're not tre- they're not treated like. I mean, yes, they dress. Some of them could dress sexy sometimes, but you know, I, I would imagine women would say the same thing about some of the guys. It's not it's not like objectifying anymore. It's them mm-hmm. doing what they want to do. So I think it's it's caught up with the times. But, Before you uh, carry that on, the legend that is poorly drawn Arsenal uh, oh. is, is follows us on uh, Twitch. A magnificent person. Go and find poorly drawn Arsenal on the um, on the Twitter. Wonderful follow. Nice bloke. Uh, what's the best condiment on a sandwich? I think it depends on the sandwich. Now, personally, I've got a I one like... and one A, but you what? go first. What? I've got a one and a one A, but you go first. Oh, my first one. I think it would have to be salad cream, high end salad cream, not the cheap knockoffs on cheese or mixed with tuna in a what sandwich. What is salad cream? Salad cream. Croak salad cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello, Dora. What's yours then? Um, 100% mayonnaise. Too fattening. How are you mayonnaise, doing, Fluffy Girl? And, and, not, and not Miracle Whip. Please don't bring me Miracle Whip. because I don't even know what mayonnaise. that is. You have cheese in a fucking can, for God's sake, you fucking heathens. Well, that's pretty good. But second, second best condiment, oh. and it depends on the kind of sandwich, would be avocado. Avocado. It said avocado. What's your favorite condiment, Dora? Cat biscuits. Cat catnip. biscuits. Have you ever tried catnip? <laughs> I've got some catnip here. Got the good shit. Um, right. Um, this way, is a good uh, one. Poorly drawn Arsenal. Would love. I would love a uh, a follow on Twitter if you would uh, at, at the Gooners Pod and at Gooners V Cancer. Um, if you would be so kind as to do that, it would be nice to. Uh, to be able to maybe share some Gunners versus Cancer stuff. So ah. I, I like the account. Although this account, oh, yeah, it, it, it's current. I was looking at the I – mean, po- I, was, I was like, it hasn't been active in, in four years but or three years, but I was looking at the pinned tweet. So. All right, calm yourself. Me and, me and Paulie follow each other. I like to retweet his stuff, very talented uh, human being. Um, what are you going to do, Dory? Are you going to get in the fucking way of everything, you minge? Where were you early? Oh, that's a nice view. There, that's that's gonna get the show canceled right there. <laughs> no, people are looking at you. Don't get, you do not get cat anus and vagina in any other Arsenal podcast. <laughs> Maybe Dora, they're laughing at you, darling. She doesn't care. That's lay the best you've looked in years. Lay down. <laughs> oh, don't, Dora. You can't do it, dear. There's no room for pussy cat here. I think like I, your sister is a twat. Should I do another edit of the intro and outro video? And, and no, and, don't embarrass my poor cat. No, Dora, you can't, darling. And I, you can I lay can down. Anything, and this is cat anus. I don't know why I'm talking to you. Know, C- yeah, Phil Mackin, this is, this is CBTV, cat bum TV. <laughs> um, so uh, Brady says Lita. Lita made a comeback recently. I think it's the Women's Royal Rumble, wasn't it? Who? Uh, Lita? Yeah, Lita. she was in the Royal Rumble, and she had a match the following month as well. 
uh, which she lost in in a respectful way, and and uh, a lot of a lot of like retired for eight to ten or more years. People have been coming back for little runs lately. Goldberg is the one that that pisses me off. Goldberg. People are worried. He can't wrestle properly, can he? He, 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 he can't. He, he makes mistakes. Like like he almost dropped two people on their head, and like you can kill somebody. Like you have to be able to take care of your opponent. If you can't do that, it doesn't matter how buff you look, how muscular you are at age fifty-eight. It doesn't matter. You're gonna you're gonna hurt somebody. So yeah, Goldberg oh. needs to just be done. It's enough. Thank you, my friend. Check your Twitters. I hope everyone here has gone and followed Paulie Drawn Arsenal. He will entertain you. He will tickle you, and he will reply if you message him on and Twitter. Don't DM him. As a matter of fact, That's out of order. Um, Brady's put. Oh, you're a lovely sandwich. Have you lost weight? That's a nice condiment. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um, Matt says Danny you should update the website with an amount of appearances Dora and all the other pets have made three today Dora you're doing well love you're more like than you wanna, it sounds like you want to do a loan watch with Dora though like, like yeah. Yeah, she doesn't she's got four the little hairy fad. her sister gets on my nerves uh, Phil says not watching wrestling since the big daddy and giant haystack days uh, haystack, is, is that haystacks Calhoun <laughs> No, it's uh, just John. Hey, big fat bloke looked like a farmer. He's English. He did go and I thought wrestle. that was Haystacks Calhoun, though. No, if he was English, yeah, I know he did go and wrestle abroad. So it may well have been him. Haystacks Calhoun. Uh, Where was he born? I'm a stupid internet on this on on this other. You got computer. some saved questions. We've got a Curtis Stigers one. We've got one from Matt D'Souza, one from Dempsey, and one for Stefan, and one from Don One. So we're going to JR was hype. If he's talking about the announcer, JR, then then tune into AEW tonight because he's he's in full effect on AEW. Um, Haystacks Calhoun. Oh, this is interesting. Haystacks Calhoun often appeared in Capital Arena at Washington, D.C., which I know where that is, uh, scuffing on televised bouts. He and colleague Andre the Giant. All right, so let, let, let me try. I hated that. Andre the Giant. Now, Haystacks Calhoun was an American professional wrestler, born in 1934, died in 1989. Uh, He was 6'4", 601 pounds. (laughs) Oh, wait, that was was his build weight. So, I mean, I'm looking at him. He might have been 601 pounds, but... uh, yeah, he he was he wrestled from fifty six to eighty. So I don't know the the, the haystacks you're talking about. Huh. But this guy was uh, he was probably named after this guy. Uh, he might well have been. Um, right. So there's something else I was going to talk about. I can't remember what it was. Um, is there any more players that I've met? Um, I don't think there is. No, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I mean. I mean, I, I spent some time talking to Gideon Zellum after that U21 game because he comes from uh, from the, the Washington D.C. area. So I was I kind of grabbed him as he was going into the into the dressing room, and we talked about only Maryland for a little while. Yeah, Martin Austin Ruin uh, was known was an English professional wrestler of Irish parentage, best known by the ring name Giant Haystacks. Best known, one of the best known wrestlers of the British scene in the 1970s. Big fat, disgusting, dirty, hairy pig. He was billed as being six foot eleven, six hundred and eighty-five pounds, and sadly, 
if he died of lymphoma. So if you want to make a tribute to giant haystacks uh, in his name, you can go to goonersvcancer.com right now. And not only will you be making giant haystacks descendants happy, which is what we all came here looking for, you will also uh, potentially win a incredible piece of arsenal memorabilia, a one of a kind. So, uh, so go to goonersvcancer.com and check it out. Uh, and please, and do it for Giant Haystacks, okay? Do it for him. Well, there you go. Um, right, some more uh, questions that we've saved. We have got, uh, we've got a football one from Don One. Arsenal versus Liverpool at home. Do you think we can turn them over and make a big statement? I don't. I do, but only if we get a red card in the first 10 minutes. On us, <laughs> not on them. Yeah. You know, when 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 Mon, when uh, when Mane elbows somebody in the nuts uh, and then kicks, and then kicks them in the face and doesn't even get a yellow card, and then we get a straight red for simulation while the guy's rolling around on the on the floor bleeding, then we'll be we'll start defending and we'll get one on the counterattack. It's one nil Arsenal. There's one from Demsek who's gone now, but you might listen to this later. Mike, how long does Gunnar Grass last, and are there is there something to do all day? Gunnar Grass, which I sadly had to skip this year for my health, um, it, it generally starts on Thursday. It really gets going proper on Friday and Saturday, and a lot of people stay and hang out on Sunday and even on Monday. But So it's pretty much a weekend. It's a three- or four-day weekend, and... Usually there are events in the evening. There's a parade on Saturday night. There's a picture of all the people that are there during the day on Saturday. There's an event Friday night where the king and queen of Gounagra are, are named. Um, and uh, when I go next year, I fully expect to be named king. Um, no, but during the day, it's pretty much just meet up with people on Bourbon Street and get fucked up. And uh, and the last one standing wins the prize. Just look it's a, it, it is so much fun, though. I mean, this year was apparently a, a you know a, a down year in attendance for obvious reasons. We didn't really know what to expect with the Omicron and and uh, the last minute aspect of how it really did end up being okay to go down there. And uh, and you know there was still a mask mandate at the time. I think it's been lifted since then. But so there were maybe 150 people as opposed to the normal 300. But if you've never been doesn't matter whether I mean if you're going to fly over to the states for something, make it that. And it's next February. I can. It's like early in February next year, and uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's it's just fun hanging out with Gooners. You'll make you'll make ninety seven thousand friends. Good. Just and you'll get up. liver disease. Will you stop leaving a gap, and then I start talking, and then you carry on what you're saying. And and, and also, if you come. To- <laughs> Shut up, man. Sesk, uh, you know, Fabregas, legendary Arsenal snake, he, he tweeted, Saka and Erdegaard are the present and future of Arsenal. Two big, big talents. Arsblog replied with, I feel you might have some expertise in the field of young talent. Someone I don't know, Fabinius, put, you calling him a nonce, and Sesk Fabregas just puts four laughing faces. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I read I read Seth's tweet to to my son Jake because he he's a huge fan of Martin Odegaard. Like he's been he's been pushing Odegaard as as the key to the to our success this year all year long. And he knows a lot more about, you know, 
football tactics than I do because he plays the game at a high, at a relatively high level now from a non-professional standpoint. But um, certainly can't argue with him after today's performance. Odegaard, Lacazette to me, I mean, I, I have a, an admiration for players who are supposed to do one thing and one and people expect them to do one thing. And when they don't do that one thing really well, they think that the player's useless, but they're helping in so many different ways. I felt that way about Olivier Giroud, and and I'm feeling that way about Lacazette right now. 90 minutes, or if he gets it, or 75 minutes of pure effort, whether the finished product on you know with with his shooting is 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 off a bit or not, he created almost all of our offense today, or was a was a pivot in that. And I just we're gonna miss him. I mean, unless we sign someone a lot like him, and I really, I really rue the fact that we didn't make a play for Tammy Abraham. Uh, but I mean, the person that we sign, we could sign a guy that that that's accustomed to scoring fifteen to twenty goals or more a year. But as we saw with Pierre Aubameyang earlier this season, just being a prolific goal scorer, but someone who needs service, needs space, needs the perfect situation, uh, a lot of the time, it, it it'll have a you know a, a negative impact on. Saka, Smith Rowe, Martinelli. I mean, those guys have been providing a tremendous amount of offense since Aubameyang was taken out of the lineup, and I don't think it's a coincidence. So to adapt his game at that age is definitely something impressive, and he's getting lots of assists. And um, we have a thing here from uh, from Steph. How much are you guys loving the pressure of Arsenal having to win every game? Uh, he he took the L pressure. from Arsenal and he added it to the end of two. That's an interesting. Uh, it's like carry the L. I have this problem. I I touch type with two fingers and I type quick with two fingers and most people do with their hands with a uh, giving it all wiggle wiggle wiggle. Um, but I have found that my right hand is quicker at typing than my left hand. Sometimes I'll transpose letters to the wrong positions. So uh, my issue I'm not is enjoying the pressure. Are, no. My fingers are the size of. Uh, of bangers Vienna sausages yeah bangers (laughs) are you enjoying the pressure answer the question man what was the question are you enjoying the pressure of Arsenal having to win every game no and I don't I also don't feel that we have to win every single game like I where I will not feel the pressure especially if we take care of business against Leicester and um what's what are the next games again I know you've got those up Leicester Liverpool both at home Okay. Then if we get the job done against Leicester on Sunday, I will feel zero pressure going into the Liverpool game. Not going to use the, the the words that everyone hates, and now I'm going to use them. I'm not saying it's a free hit. I'm going to use the words. Now I'm going to use them. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it's a free hit, but it's kind of a free hit. No, I I just I don't think that we need to get. I mean, and I'm not saying we shouldn't try, but to get 39 points out of the remaining 39, right? There's 13 games left. I don't think we need all 39 to consolidate fourth place or maybe even even third place. Um, we just need to get, you know, seven out of every nine points against teams below us and try to take some points off of off of Chelsea and 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 United and, and I mean, Spurs will be probably the easiest game that we play that's left. Uh, so no, I don't feel the pressure. Uh, I don't like the pressure, but I don't feel the pressure right now. And I think, I think the team needs to feel the pressure though. 
I kind of agree with that. Have you noticed the the hashtags that I've used on our YouTube channel on this the YouTube thing for this? Um, I saw the ones. <laughs> yeah, um, and one of those I think is a bit alarming. <laughs> uh, I'm, there's this thing the bloke comedian well, in the UK nineteen is a teenager, so yeah. Um, Dave Gorman he had this thing called a Google whack. It was googling two words together and coming up with no results. And that's called a Google whack. He oh my God. Entire... We... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but yes, you, did. you always you, do it. You just, I did do that. I'm really bad at that. We used to have a game in, 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 in college where we would try to think of two words in the English language that in the history of the world, in the history of as long as people have communicated in English had never been said next to each other. And I mean, there's no way to prove whether you're right or not, but like, think about like, like think about how many words have been said, you know, if you, it's like if the, you know, the monkey with the, um, with, with the typewriter, like you, you have the monkeys. monkey on the typewriter for long enough, he's going to type, you know, a line of, of Shakespeare or something like that. It's just randomly going to happen. But, but, you know, foreskin chips, uh, was one, was one of the phrases, but you know, who knows? Army. What'd you say? Custard origami. I mean, we it's it's kind of a fun game if if you want to play it. Um, but Stop talking. Let me finish what I was saying. So Dave Gorman did it. Go and look at it. It's a one and a half hour called Dave Gorman's Google Google Whack. I think it was called. I forgot what I've said now. So I tried to do it with our one. So we got hashtag teenage love, which I didn't really put much thought into. Then tortoise hashtag toy toys care tortoise care. Those both exist, but hashtag windmill building. We're the first to do it. We are trendsetters. We're gonna get all of the the views from yeah. from like uh, Greta Thornburg's people, and from uh, from um, who's the the guy that died, Ray or Irwin, Steve Irwin. Oh yeah, we're gonna get all his people, and then Teenage Love. We're gonna get all of the Pornhub subscribers. But um, you know, you can. <laughs> One of the things that we did a while ago when I was when I was kind of spending too much time torturing a particular YouTuber, former Twitter person, um, we we looked at the 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 keywords he was using because uh, you can you can go onto someone's YouTube page and and like I forget how you do it but uh, but you kind of you go back and you look at the tags and it, and it gives you that whole like programming language on the thing and you can see the the keywords that they use for their YouTube screens. And it was, I mean, it's probably smart from an optimization standpoint, but financial planning, mortgage banking, um, financial advice, it, and then a ton of stuff about AFTV, who at the time he was slating and, and, and bickering at because they pretty much excommunicated him. Uh, but I, like... It's just I'm like we will never do that. I I just don't have it in me to to put. I mean, unless you're trying to be funny, which is, you know, I I we have never just put. You know, everyone we do we have planning. hashtag Arsenal, hashtag Premier League, then hashtag the team we're playing, or right. if we're not, if it's a normal podcast, it's a hashtag podcast. Arteta. I mean, we. I mean, you could even put Arteta out if you wanted to, because, but like you know, mortgage rates. I mean, it's it's oh, and and like home educate like like get your degree from home or something like that i mean it was the most ridiculous thing i'm like but do you we want did it somebody watching your show 
that came there by accident because they were looking for advice on homeschooling? (laughs) Drunk (laughs) for. Oh, sorry. I'm watching uh, the show on delay, and I just saw drunk uh, Mormons come up, but that was probably five minutes ago. Windmill building. You thought there would have been a thing on windmill building, wouldn't you? It's not that crazy. VK. You, you sound you look like you're deep in thought there to give me a really good answer. What what oh. what, what what question? I was looking at that. Ah. A few years ago in Virginia, I bumped into you. We watched a few games while I bumped my work. Uh I don't know what bunking my work means. Bunking, not going to. Should be at work and doing something, ah. leaving early. We watched a few games. So where was it? Tell me a little bit more about it. I don't. I, I mean, was it at uh, Four Courts? Or... Love to love to learn that. But uh, but yeah, I love watching games with with people. I mean, I don't. I prefer people to shut up and be quiet when the game's on. <laughs> oh dear, that was very loud. Well, it's nice um, to see you, VK. I appreciate. Uh, just remind me where where you're from and what games we were watching. I'm sure. Uh, right, every uh, sure, Phil Macca got my tickets to see Curtis Steigers live in Huntington in April. Be great to get back to live gigs. You bought any tickets for upcoming gigs? Mine's a short answer. No, I don't like music. Yeah, nah, just just sports. I I, I uh, I'm not a big concert person, and I would I would go to concerts if they're really really big. Like if like if System of a Down was coming, I would go. Um, <sighs> Chris Cornell, I saw right before he died, like a year before he died in concert, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad for that. But oh, here we go. VK says near Hendon. I had to look Hendon. it up. Oh, maybe it was um, it was when we were watching. Uh, oh, Herndon, not Hendon. Yeah, Herndon is like the city right next to us. There was a period of time where we were, I think, when we were in either the Champions League or Europa League, where where we had like a sub branch of like four or five people watching games at a place we don't normally watch games. Um, in the afternoon, and uh, and that was probably one of the one of the times there. Okay, um, right. Next one is uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was at uh, Glory Days in Herndon during the um, the 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 game where both Ozil scored that goal against um, the Bulgarian. Ludogorets. Yeah, Ludogorets, and the same game where uh, where. Kazorla came off, iced his leg, and I said, we're never going to see him play for Arsenal again. And two years later, that turned out to be the case. Uh, um, yes, right. Another question from Matt D'Souza. Do NFL, NBA sports agents in the US make the same fees they make in European football? I would venture to say from a percentage basis, I don't know. I mean, I, it used to be that, that, that agents made 10% and then it started to become 10% of hundreds of millions of dollars. And I think now it's either five or 8%, but you know, it's gotten much more complicated because now there's image rights. There's, there's, you know, endorsement deals. There's all that. I think it's probably about 8% now. So how much, I mean, the fees in European football seem just completely made up and and arbitrary, right? I mean, like if they're like if you want to sign uh, Holland, you got to pay his brother a hundred million pounds or something like that. It's just is there a is there like a percentage that's set or is it? No, I don't think so. And the teams seem to pay the agent fees, whereas here I think some it could be either. It's if if they uh, they're gonna have to pay someone, so I don't think they really care. But I think there's no fixed rule or any any of it. 
Yeah, I mean, and and here it's just it's purely a transaction between the agent and the player. the The team does the team doesn't get involved in that. The team plays the pay, pays the player the contract, and then the player pays the agent. Um, and 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 that's I I, I kind of wish it was that way. And it, there's just more likelihood of some level of corruption, which <laughs> is a word you could use every other sentence in European football these days or in world football. <laughs> Yeah. Did you hear about that? (laughs) That was a joke. Sorry. I'm going to punch you. Uh, In that Mexican football match, there were 17 fans were killed. Have you watched the video? I can't do it. I I don't know. There's a clip of it here, and it's just a highlight on the front page of the newspaper. But I saw Mexico is a dodgy place anyway. I saw two pictures of people lying, stripped, and dead. And I'm like, I don't need to. I don't want to to drill down on this story anymore. Like I'm sticking my head in the sand. It's just awful. No, like worse than it. worse than than. I mean, this is this is kind of hard to say, but it just is so much more vile than the way that people normally die at football matches. Which I mean, I, I hate saying that, but like it wasn't crushing. It wasn't anything else. It was just pure brutal murder. In in is that what it is? In like a prison thing. I mean, it it it, it was. There was fighting, and then I think the ultras basically ran across the stadium and and started oh. attacking people. And I mean, it, and I don't believe it was. I, I don't know what weapons were involved. I don't. I mean, there were. I don't think it was shooting. I don't think it was shooting or knives or anything. I think it was just, just bludgeoning people. But that's well, that's cheery. That's uh, that's brought the mood down. Let's move on from that. Do you remember, then do you remember Heisel? Like, do you remember? I mean, do you remember? Like, I mean, I no. know you remember it, but no. That's 1984. Um, I was kind of aware. That I do remember the Bradford fire. I remember watching that on telly with my mum and my brother in the sitting room. And uh, that was quite bad. But Heisel was just before I really started getting into football. I knew what it was at the time, but I didn't watch it. Heisel, I was, I was wait, Heisel made then. big news here. I remember, you know, I wasn't really aware of or familiar with, with English football. Um other than through, you know, like the World Cup I was familiar with, but not English football. I didn't know anything about Liverpool or Arsenal or anything back in 84, 85. And, and I just remember seeing the scenes of that. And, of course, when we got to London in 1988, I very quickly connected the dots. That's, that, that's why no one, was, no one was allowed to play in Europe. And the whole time I was there, no one was out allowed to play in Europe. It, it, it sucked. I mean, I never got to see. We saw a championship team that, that won the, the first division and, and didn't get a chance to to see European Cup football or Cup Winners Cup or any of that the following season, which sucks. Uh, Gary's there, my Gary. Hey, Gary. Oh, Ryan. Gary was doing a stream earlier. I uh, I I popped in there for a few minutes. I do remember. I went to Holland in November 1994 for a, an ITV documentary about um, people in wheelchairs who smoke drugs and. And take marijuana and things. So there's a bloke who I knew. Who, who, well, the bloke who I knew was in a chair. I met him at a rave, and he went, "Do you want to come?" I said, "Yeah, I'll go." So they put us on a bus, took us to to Holland on the bus, put us up for three days. And when it comes to doing the the documentary, they were sitting in the cafe and, and they said, "Oh, how long have you smoking drugs?" So I said, "Well, I never smoked drugs in my life." They went, "Well, why are you here?" I said, "Well, he asked me to come." They said, "You don't smoke drugs?" I said, "No, never, never going to, never have, never want to." They went, all right. So then when that was finished, I was sitting in the bar, and this Dutch woman came up to me and said, uh, 
where are you from? I said, well, I'm born in London, but I live near Cambridge. She went, oh, do you like football? I said, yeah, I do like football. She went, oh, I'll ask a question for you. I said, okay. She said, uh, where do the who, um, do you support hooligan? I said, what? She said, hooligan, is that your team? Like hooligan FC? I said, I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And she spoke really good English and she said, hooligans, is that your team? I said, hooligans isn't a team. Hooligans are, are bad people who go to football. They, they, most teams amazing. have hooligans. She went, oh, I thought hooligans was the name of a team. It's like Harlequins or Wasps yeah. or something like that. But... So then, then me and Ken went off at two o'clock in the morning, roaming down the streets of Amsterdam. Beat the uh, shit out of that woman with a... With a... <laughs> no, went, went and ate lots of dope cake. The bridge. Didn't, didn't really I'm, do I'm anything. not endorsing that, I'm just saying. Yes, yeah. no, he didn't kill her. I don't remember who she was. Just remember that at the time, and then been. It's shown on ITV in 1995. About March 95, it was on TV. I did video it. I just remember them being extremely pissed off because I didn't do drugs. I said I'll eat some dope cake, which I did, and I don't think there was anything in it because I ate about four big slices and I felt fine. Hmm. I went to a Dutch nightclub and fuck me, the music they played was shit. So uh, they're going to like my music, so it's not really any kind of um, thing, is it? Uh, Ryan says hello. I have something I want to talk about, Ooh. and 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 I'm gonna. Your mate Chris Carpenter needs to explain don't, to me. Don't put my name and his name together. The man is an absolute scumbag. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold him responsible for the fact that legal uh, does not. I mean, I know the reasons, but like even the Premier League moves the games around so that you know whether it's a Saturday, a Sunday, a Monday, uh, a, a, a 3 p.m. kickoff, a 5.30 p.m. They do that like five, six, seven weeks in advance. We're four weeks away from match week 30 in, in France, and they can't freaking tell us when the games are going to be. And I'm trying to take my son to go to the PSG game, and it's driving me absolutely nuts. Because I'll, there's another game I want to go to in Europe the day be, the that's on the Saturday, and I don't I need to know whether this game's Saturday or Sunday. So what's that in your hand? With a pen. I thought you were going to say Sharpie. Not called Sharpies. They're called permanent markers. Nope. This is a regular pen. Stop. Uh, no, can stop calling them per- Sharpies. They're not. They're permanent markers. Carry on. The um, and, and and I'm just angry. But like, what per- what possible reason? Do they need more than, or do they n- not need four weeks? I mean, it's it's inconvenient for the local supporters. It's really inconvenient for people coming in from out of town, especially if you're trying to get you know a one day trip as opposed to spending a week there. And oh, I'll go watch the game whenever it is. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. I can't stand it, and I'm angry because I want to go to the PSG game and the Dortmund game. And the PSG game's got to be on Sunday afternoon in order for me to be able to do that. So you're going to go to the Dortmund Stadium? I've been once before, but I want to oh. take I want to take Jake there, and it's going to be take me. Go my, uh, we can all pile in my van. You can drive. Oh, I, the minibus! It is. It's it's incredible. I went there once when uh, the last time I was in Germany. I was in Berlin, and I took a train both way, you know, there and back on the same day to go to a game. Oh, sat on the show off. Sat slash stood on the yellow wall. It was phenomenal. Uh, and so they're playing Red Bull Salzburg Ooh, on the first Saturday. And the PSG game is that weekend, but I don't know when the hell it is. And I already bought tickets for it. So I've got to go to the PSG game, but whether I can go to both or not, I'm waiting for it. And, and it's just 
I mean, it's absurd at this point. The game is in less than, well, it's four weeks from this weekend. That's very unorganized. So I'm lodging a complaint, and the only person I know that watches League on on a regular basis is is Chris. So I watched it tonight. I watched Marseille lose one nil at home to Monaco. I heard they were shit. Did did uh, Seth play? No, he didn't play. He's fucked. He's 34 and he's got no legs. Uh, Guendouzi was constantly having shots at goal. They're on target. They're pretty good. But, uh, yeah. They, they, better they, than they, than uh, um, formerly Noza. I want, no, Noza, what were you before you were Noza? <laughs> I don't think that's formerly. What, what are you now? If you were formerly Noza, what are you now? <laughs> that's the correct way of answering. That's good. My family in Japan asked me about hooligans in 2002 World Cup in Japan and Korea. I told them it's a dying breed. Uh, it, it kind of is. And uh, formerly Noza. Um, currently someone else says, uh, how did Granduzzi do? He did all right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's not like firms roaming around looking for people and stuff, but, but I mean, there's still, I mean, there's still people who want to get into, get into scraps and fights and stuff, but it's not. I was Norris. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not an answer to anything. Unless your name's Chuck. Oh dear. Uh, okay. Got one more question here. From Loki says, uh, "What fashion disasters, crimes did you commit? Mine's an earring and a shell suit. I've actually got guess how many piercings in my in my entire. I've only got them in my head, nowhere else. Guess how many piercings I have in my head and face, and from uh, from here upwards, from the chins you're up. Wearing earrings in one of those pictures that that mm-hmm. I put into the uh, into the. Uh, <laughs> I made the, a noise. The intro. <laughs> so, how many you can have a guess at? Is it the same in each ear? I can't. Well, I'd be giving it away, wouldn't it? Whether it's even or odd, you shy as hawk. Well, that only narrows it down a little bit. Uh, it cuts out fifty percent of all the numbers known to mankind. That's quite a lot of numbers. That's nearly seven numbers. I'll say seven, just because you Eef. just said seven. Go fuck yourself. All right, let's move on. Um, so uh, Macca says, "Delighted, Glenduzzi." I didn't has get a to answer that question. He did. I just walking out of the house is 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 my fashion uh, nightmare. Oh no! I, I, I have that seven. I have a lot of reasons for loving and being happy with my wife and our almost twenty five years of marriage. But the best of them, perhaps, is that w- as long as she's around, I can't embarrass myself too much because she has fashion taste. She has. No taste in men, apparently, but she has fashion no taste. taste. She, she knows how to don't, decorate a house. Don't, and don't uh, have a white convertible, anything. She, uh, oh, I, I'm punching so, so I far above my weight with this one. Good job you got all that money, all those billions that you've swindled from. I don't know. Like I, just, Andy. I just refinanced all of my debt from uh, from the bank to uh, to my to my organization, uh, just like KSE. So. Uh, I'm well, you got out. 10 million out of Andy, didn't you? I did briefly. <laughs> Good. Hope he I goes down. Absolutely scumbag. So uh, that's that question answered. Just do that, and then it. Oh bloody hell! That's how you get rid of it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna tell us how many. Uh, how many earrings? How many piercings? Yeah, you said. I said I had seven. Oh, I didn't know that was it. That's what I told you to piss off. I had oh. one up. One up here, and then. Three there and three there. I don't think I ever had seven in at the same time. That would be ridiculous. I think the most I've had was maybe two in each of those, and then later it would be one in each of those and one up the top. I took it all out when I was 40. I went, no no more for me. I think the goal of this podcast should be 
we start at 10 p.m. and we just go until there's only two people left watching. <laughs> That's uh, I do I do have to go in about 10 minutes. Yeah, that'd be about right. We've done an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, Loki said he had flares as a child abuse. I would say my mum used to dress me. My brother's three years nine months to one day younger than me. Although he looks about ten years older, she used to dress the same all the fucking time. So when I was a, when I was a teenager, when I was living in England, our school did a kind of a it was called alternatives. Every October there was fall break, and if you weren't like going back home to the states for a week or whatever, you would go. You would pick an alternative to go to, uh, and they would randomly select people. So you might get your first choice, your second choice. The first year, I I asked for a bunch of cool stuff, and I ended up going rock climbing in Wales, which, to be frank, it wasn't that bad. But like, it wasn't like there was Italy, there was photo photography in Portugal, and I got rock climbing in Wales, and it was cold and rainy. But the second year, we got a trip to Spain, where we went to, I think. Um, Sevilla, not the football games, but like we went to the cities of Sevilla, Malaga, or no, it was Sevilla, Granada, and I think Torremolinos, which is like a beach resort on the south coast. Um, And somehow I wanted, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to like, like get like a fade, like because I had longer hair, obviously at the time, uh, but I wanted to like get that kind of close-up thing we didn't have clippers or anything like that so what did i do i used a like a razor blade like you would shave your face with like a gillette razor blade and i was trying to like softly do it so that it would like be long here and then short here and it just it was like blotchy and i couldn't get it even so ultimately it ended up being to the skin like and then it kept getting higher and higher so i ended up with like a fat ridiculous mohawk that was like this wide in fact, you had what, what hair you don't have now. You had hair there then. You just a complete swap of hair. Exactly. You had loads on top and nothing around the sides. Yeah, it was the reverse of this. This is what I call the Jeffrey Tambor look. If you know Jeffrey Tambor, he's got basically the ring I of hair. Not. around. But, uh, but yeah, the uh, and, and when I came home, my mom was, was screaming, and she was like, what have you done? And my dad, who was in the States because my parents were divorced, saw a picture of it. Um, <laughs> And he was like, Marcia, which is my mom's name. He's like, Marcia, what is he rebelling about? You need to <laughs> whip this in the bud. And I, I'm like, I'm not rebelling. I just fucked up. I was trying to get like a cool haircut and I fucked it up. Um, and then the other time I tried to, I, I tried to go blonde. This was in, uh, oh, Lord. this was in uh, 80, this was in 1990, right before I left. I tried to go blonde and I sprayed sun in, in my hair. Do you know what sun in is? No, but I can imagine. It makes your it, hair look like it's, it's been like bleached. It's like a bleach kind of spray. It's it's not bleach and it's not like hardcore chemicals and stuff. But because I had really dark brown, like blackish type of hair, it didn't turn it blonde. It turned it orange. And I ended up with like a I like carrot top, but with, with straight hair. It was, it was horrendous. It does sound absolutely horrendous. I found a picture of me and my brother dressed the same. Oh, that's wow. my brother that's on the left, young. Michael. I've never, I, that's the youngest I've ever seen you. Yeah, I must have been the same. Eight. Now we're both bald. My brother's got a long white goatee beard, and uh, my dad's got a my dad's got a goatee as well. And my mum doesn't have a beard of any type. 
look at what when we when we finish the show off in a little bit watch the we're going to do the intro videos and outro and wait for the bit with danny's mom she looks the same the bit. <laughs> i was shouting at her today she said uh what is something i said in the kitchen right hand cupboard next to the cooker and she looked in the drawer and she wanted a bag i said in my bedroom behind the door bottom um, left hand box she was looking at the box at the top of the unit i said mother you're an octogenarian which is 80 so you need to sort your life out when we're gonna put you in a fucking home stop not listening i'm gonna go in one ear and out the other i'm gonna admit something that that i probably oh. shouldn't in public oh. but when um the first day when we got to london i shaved my beard uh just because I knew I was going to be there a while and I didn't want to have to shave it again. But so I shaved my beard completely off and I just, I, I started from the outside. I shaved here, I shaved here, I shaved here, I shaved here, and then I shaved here, and then I shaved here. And I'm like, maybe I'll just leave that little bit, like just to see what it looks like. <laughs> um, I'm not going to leave the apartment with it, but I, I just, I, I want to see what it looks like. And so, yes, for about two minutes and one photo, which I will never, ever release, you I had a Hitler that. mustache. Oh, Jesus. That's not good. No. Uh, I, I'm like, how could that have been stylish at any point? Like, like no one does it anymore except for Michael Jordan, apparently. Uh, no one does a Hitler mustache anymore. It is not cool. I do not promote it. But I kind of accidentally backed into it by accident, and it, it, it wasn't a good look. Not at all. Not at all. Not not a good look for a Jew like myself or anybody else. I didn't uh, know you were Jewish. You kept you keep that quiet. I keep, I, yeah, I'm not, I, I kind of like you mention it every show. My private life is private. I, I don't talk about you know things like that. So that's no, me on the right, Loki. That's my brother Michael on the left. Um, yes, I think we've we've covered absolutely everything here. Charlie Chaplin rocks it. That's what you should have called. If it ever does die, um, get out. You were doing a Charlie Chaplin. I think you're you're better pull exactly. that off. I'll, I'll I'll have a cane that I'm twirling around. And, uh, yeah, Charlie Chaplin wasn't a great human being either, was he? I mean, I'm, I'm not comparing him to Hitler, but I've got no you... idea. I don't like any of that stuff. If it's in black and white, I won't watch it. Dead to me. <laughs> right, this has been an hour and forty-five minutes of people's lives. They are never ever getting back. Did everybody put in the chat? Everybody, did you see the intro that that Mike made? Does anybody want to see the intro again? I do. <laughs> if, if you do, just uh, just say yes in the chat. And if we get uh, more than about five, then then we'll play it. Five from five different people because we don't want to bore people. All right. So next Sunday, yeah. We, we again we play on Sunday. It's a later game in the in the day, but I, I next Sunday I'm not doing a, a a post game. We're driving home from New Jersey, stopping in Philadelphia to watch the game with uh, with the Philadelphia Gooners. And then, uh, and then we should be home. I should be home in time to do a, a 10 p.m. Sunday roast. And I mm, can talk. If you're about, not, we can do it a bit later. We Last week we had about, to do it an hour later because I had a poorly belly. <laughs> we'll talk about the. Uh, we can talk about Lester. We can talk about my uh, my weekend at a at a, a bar mitzvah. Uh, no, it's a bat mitzvah. Sorry. Um, it's a what? A bat mitzvah. Don't tell me you, you made that know. up. Is it for bats? <laughs> yes, it's it's when it's when a. A Jewish person does a really good thing with a bat, unlike they, how COVID they come in in a cape. <laughs> it involves people getting put up in chairs, and, and uh, I won't be though. And no? I'm not even eligible. Not uh, I'm not that close of a family member. I'm a brother-in-law of the parent of the of the bat mitzvah girl, but 
But uh should be some good stories. I haven't decided if I'm going to take one night off of my diet and drink that night or not. But no. we'll Do see. it on your regret it. We'll see. All right, before we go, we're going to play the video again. Lots of people have said yes. Uh, Mark did. Gary did. Thunder did. Loki did. Noza did. Gary did. And Don did. So uh, we're getting we're uh, whatever an Emmy or whatever it is for this. We're getting a, we're getting a, a football content award. I'm going to win my second consecutive football content award next year. And it's going to be for this. For this intro. Right, we, it's about 35 seconds. We'll be back after this, right? It's like two minutes off. <laughs> Hold on to yourself. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny and this is Mike and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub, and we drink a lot, at least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's, and that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans, and here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look Ask at him. Ask him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. <laughs> it's so close, I can almost taste him. <laughs> and now, the moment you've been waiting for. It's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the GF. I, I, Did you I'll, write the lyrics out for that? I'll make another version of that 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 where where it's a it's an outro instead of an intro at the end, and I think it works it works just as well to to get rid of us as it does to introduce us. So. I've actually had that tooth fixed; it's now all white again, and I'm going to the dentist in the twenty second. And uh, I'm gonna I get a gold one for there. I'm gonna call it my Ian Wright tooth with real gold. Will it so will it take... sparkle on podcast now? Like when you, uh... I want something really embarrassing for it. I mean, it looks me, it suits me because I'm with my aggressive look. But um, I, I, lo- yeah. I love how I love how in that in that entry you're like, and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking to you at the time though, weren't we? No, that was a different time. You you were uh, watching. That was when she said when uh, when she said she thought that that was you on oh, the screen. Looks it was like me. looks like me. <laughs> oh, Noza likes it. Broke back mountain across the pond. <laughs> Gary likes it as well. I um, mean, I mean, my video editing skills have gone from like a one to like to a, a one point zero two two in the past five years. It's it's amazing oh. what you can do. Right before we go, um, should we play your um, your charity one again? That would be lovely. Anything you want to say you, before we go? Yeah, you if you close the show. If you haven't already, please go to GoonersVCancer.com. We we love to have fun. We love to be silly, but this is the one thing I do that I take one hundred percent seriously. We raise money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and by going to GoonersVCancer.com and donating at least twenty five dollars, about nineteen quid, you are entered to win this amazing kit that is one of a kind and i mean that so let's take a look and then we'll finish up 
Okay, dokie, go to this one, and then it is uh, not that one, not that. You'll one. recognize the the music as well, I think. From uh... oh dear. <laughs> So that's the shirt. We are uh, we're giving we're, we're we're having 500 entries. As soon as we hit 500, we're going to do a stream where we give it away in and, 2026. Uh, by the time these tight truckers have all bought them, yeah, it's it's uh, you know I, I've taken a up until this past week I've taken a long time uh, kind of just resting and not promoting it because it gets exhausted sometimes. And uh, but uh, but yeah, this week I've been pushing it hard. Um, I was on Elliot's show earlier this week on Arsenal Vision mm-hmm. podcast. If you want to promote something, that is a great. I mean, they their listenership. I mean, nothing nothing against ours or yours. We love uh, the people that listen and watch to our, our podcast. But I mean, they they mobilize and like things started clicking and beeping like constantly. So we probably uh, had about fifteen or twenty donations. Some of them multiple tickets, but five hundred tickets. They're almost halfway gone. But we want to get this thing done before the end of the season. So. Go to GunnersVCancer.com. And that's it. Today was the ending of a perfect week. And uh, we go again tomorrow. We certainly do. Um, Right, that's the end of the show. ABW will be back on Wednesday. So far, it is me, Nick, and Femi. Um, I think that's about it. Chris hasn't replied. Of course, Chris hasn't fucking replied. Uh, John has got a new starting his new job soon, and so it won't be working. He won't find himself at the other end of the country at eight o'clock at night. So John will be back doing stuff soon, which is good. And uh, what stuff have you got coming up on your show? I see Andy has reared his ugly head quite a few times when power cuts permitting. Yeah, Arsenal starts winning. Andy comes out of his shell. It's amazing Come how back. that happens. Um, yeah, I will be uh, yeah tomorrow. We'll probably pot at, at at about ten o'clock tomorrow night. Might be just uh just the boys. Might be uh, a, a guest or two. Maybe get Ryan Rocastle back if he's around. But uh, and uh, and then I'm off to see my son's first footy match uh, of of the season. And I was named. I was nominated by the other parents of the of the team to be the PA announcer uh of goals and starting starting 11 and all of that so my son is mortified he's that he's you know i'm going to turn into ray hudson or uh or uh 
try to be, you know, Derek Ray or somebody like that. But it's going to be fun. I will embarrass him, and he will dazzle me with his incredible skills. I've just been and approved some of your messages. One of you put, you should have a starting 11 of players that have told Danny to fuck off, which are, I think are pretty good. Thunderbird. You need to try and circumvent the, circumvent the swear filter people. Be creative, and then it might not, it might let you through, because I can't damn turn it off because then we get the nasty hate raids coming in. But you can circumvent it all you can. Extra letters, spell it wrong. We know what you mean. Uh, and formerly knows the saying, uh, Carpenter out. Now, what better way to end the show than on that um, filthy pirate? I don't even know if he's still alive. He's too busy retweeting videos and pictures about cats and stalking women on Twitch. Because uh, oh, that's, so that's he's, what he does. He's the, he's the new Ellis, huh? Oh, Ellis has a decent excuse. He's, uh, no, I mean, as far as, as, far as, as far as being uh, the target of of hashtags. Oh, yes, of the hatred. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say fuck Ellis anymore because he's a father. It's uh, hard work, as we Some, know. Somebody did, though, and, and, and nine Ooh, months later. Cheeky. Right, people, we've dragged this on long enough, nearly two hours. Uh, we will see you again next Sunday. There'll be a couple of shows before at the preview show and the post-game show, and uh, you're going to sing us out or something. <laughs> really? Wait, what, what's the, how, how does it go? Thank you for watching saying. the Sunday Rose. Now, that's it. We're out. There's my alarm. Got to go watch AEW and cook myself some some lean duck with mushrooms. Right. See you later, everybody. Happy bum.